Hello, nature lovers. This is Nature's Edge with Dale Stewart, and we are looking forward to having a, a great show today, an interesting show. Uh, got, a, got a very special guest lined up uh, for you guys. Uh, first thing I wanted to say, I've had a number of you ask about uh, uh, following me on Facebook, and um, absolutely, there's, there's a couple of ways to do that. One way is to uh, go to Facebook, then... Um, www.facebook.com slash dalestewart.trainer, and that'll take you to my uh, one page. And then uh, if you're on Facebook, you can just type in Nature's Edge with Dale Stewart, and it'll take you to the radio page. And uh, we're constantly posting things there. And also you will be able to, uh, to download the various podcasts uh, from, that, from that locale as well. My guest today is a, he's quite a guy. Uh, many of you are going to recognize him when, when I introduce him to you. Uh, he is known as a, he's an extreme survivalist. He's an adventurer. And he's the star of the hit TV series from Discovery Channel, Naked and Afraid. I'm talking about the one and only Mr. E.J. Skullcrusher Snyder. E.J., um, he really took the world by storm back in the summer of 2013 uh, on the Discovery Channel uh, with their hit summer TV series, uh, Naked and Afraid. Uh, he starred in a number of episodes, including the Terra in Tanzania and Bears All. Uh, EJ also appeared on TNT's brand-new TV series, 72 Hours, um, The Fijian Jungle. Uh, he's one of the very first to appear in the same season on two different networks and two different shows in their very first season. Uh, EJ, welcome to Nature's Edge, my my friend. Hey, Dale, my buddy, uh, my brother in uh, all these things wilderness. Thanks for having me. Hello, everybody. I'm glad to be here and excited to talk to you. All right, friend, we're going to jump right into it. I want to know about Naked and Afraid, how and why uh, sort of you got into it, and, and what is it uh, what is it about uh, for people that may not have seen it, and uh, let's go from there. All right. Well, the, the great thing was Discovery Channel recruited me, and uh, they were looking to put me in to replace Dave Canterbury as one of the co-hosts for the show Dual Survival. And yep. I went out there and competed with a few other guys, and they really liked me, but I wasn't a good fit for that show. And the uh, next thing I know, they hit me back up and said, hey, we want we got a brand-new show coming out. We think you fit the bill. And next thing I know, I'm out in the middle of Tanzania, Africa, on the Serengeti Plains in the dry season with a naked chick I didn't even know. And uh, we were supposed to team up with one item each and make it 21 days. So the show's premise is strange man, strange woman, meet in exotic locations that are very tough. And you're required to have no clothes, no shoes, no food, no help from anyone except each other. And we each bring one item each. And so I was the first man to ever do it. We, we filmed the working pilot. And my partner was Kelly Nightlinger. Yep. And she was a outdoors woman from Alaska. And um, we figured out how to make it happen. Yeah, as you know, I know Kelly well. Uh, yeah, you two, uh, first time you had ever laid eyes on one another uh, is without your clothes on. And, and, uh, uh, and that's still one of my favorite episodes, the, the Tanzania episode. Well, I appreciate it. Tanzania is the most unresourceful, unrelentless, unforgiving place I've ever been on the planet. Uh, it kicked my keister. God humbled me out there. I, I left that place a changed man. And for the record, I wound up losing 55 pounds in three weeks. The show will tell you 33, but it was actually 55. 
and uh, almost killed me. And as we can see with that bad thorn, I got my foot. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited because it was so successful. We're going into our third season on April 19th with all new episodes. And we've got something huge coming this summer that people are not going to believe. And I'm a part of it, and I'm excited. Uh, that, that sounds uh, that sounds great. I, I do have to ask you one question. This is a question somebody asked me, uh, and I happen to know you have a pretty high skill level in in surviving uh, out there, EJ. Uh, what I didn't mention about EJ is he's also a 25 year veteran of uh, of the U.S. Army and uh, former Army Sergeant Major, and uh, uh, you were also airborne, right, EJ? Yeah, I was airborne. I'm a I'm a, a Ranger School graduate. Still ranger positions my whole career. Um, I was a ranger instructor, a drill instructor, and I'm a two-war combat vet, highly decorated, and I'm very proud of my military service. And um, this show is no joke. It's the most real survival challenge out there anyone can take on. You can't. You better have your skills ready or you're going to fall short, and it's not for the faint of heart. It's not one of these things you want to go, oh, I want to test myself. Go to an adventure race. Go, EJ. You know, I pride myself in being a survivalist that can go anywhere in the world where no man should be and come out the other end okay. You hear people brag all the time, oh, I go out in the wilderness for just a night, but I oh, weeks at a time. They're full of baloney. Yeah. I actually do it, and I know how tough it is. And, um, you know, uh, I'm that guy when bad days come you want to be with, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, you and I have, uh, are, are, are uh, a lot alike in that uh, in that world. Yes, sir. Um we, I, I'd mentioned to you, you, you were talking about the new season and, and uh, uh, everything that, that, that's going on with the new season. I know you really can't talk about it very much, but uh, um, is it still going to follow pretty much the same format, uh, EJ? Yeah, the, the only change this time is what you've seen from the first few seasons we've had going, which is really one continuous season, but I think people refer to it as season one and two, and like 2B, 2.5, but um, you've seen a lot of doom and gloom. They've been showing a lot of misery, and some of the edits, uh, some of the folks that have been out there have been complaining because you haven't seen sometimes all the survival stuff that's going on. Well, now they're going to show a lot more of the successes and the the things that are going on. So that doesn't mean that the people that were on before the new season were less capable. In fact, they are probably some of the most capable survivalists on the planet. But um, the newer season, and I'm happy for them, are going to get a more true edit. Um, and I'm excited for the season because I'm a fan as much as I'm part of it. Uh, but I am the face of the show, and people kind of refer to me uh, humbly uh, uh, as the legend. Yeah. Uh, because I'm the only man uh, that's been called, that currently has done it twice. Because when... People were quitting the Amazon, and all the locals said, no Americano can come down here and survive 21 days in Peru in the Amazon. Uh, they called on me, and with less than a week's notice, I wound up with the best partner I could have asked for, Laura Zera. Yeah. And she's the only woman that's done it twice now, tough as nails for a five-foot-four little little bag of dynamite. Yes, and, she is. And probably the only person I met on the planet is more stubborn than I, and we succeeded. And I was, I'm very proud of that, to be the only guy to do it twice, and I'm currently the oldest person to uh to do this yeah i, I wasn't gonna bring that up but yeah you're the old timer of the bunch right yeah they look at me as the tribal chieftain within the group the uh tribal elder <laughs> at 49 years old though you know 
Uh, I give those 20-year-olds a run for their money, and uh, I'm in pretty good shape, and I'm pretty proud of that. And uh, we've got a special thing going to happen. It's uh, I think the title's been announced, but, uh, you know, it, it, the, the Naked Afraid series is going to take leaps and bounds this summer. Uh, but but who's involved with it? Any of that stuff's not been announced. So yeah. um, just know that big things are coming this summer, and I think the fans are going to be really excited. Do you know when the new season's going to start, EJ? Uh, April 19th, Sunday night, and they're doing a whole bunch of reruns leading up uh, to that. So just check your local listings on Discovery Channel and uh, watch all the reruns and get ready because this season is going to be action-packed. All right, brother, we're coming up on a break uh, in about a minute here. Uh, uh, when we come back, I want to. we're going to talk a little bit about, I know you've, you've developed some product, especially something that's, near and dear to me that I want to learn a little more about, and that's the new uh, that new knife that you've developed. You're listening. Yes, yeah, I'd love to talk about it. Well, we're going to. You're listening to Dale Stewart with Nature's Edge. We're going to take a little short pause here, and we shall return. Back to Nature's Edge. This is Dale, and we are talking to the one and only EJ Skull Crusher Snyder. EJ, I got to ask you about Skull Crusher. I, I know, but uh, tell um, tell our audience where that that uh, handle came from. All right. Well, when I was a kid, I got bullied. Hard to believe, but I was just a little skull stick back in the day, and I hate bullies. You know, I tell you, I, I swore I'd never be a victim or a target again once I stood up to them. And uh, I learned how to box. I self-taught myself karate from some friends and, and, and got into wrestling. So I was doing MMA before it was MMA. And um, I'm very proud of it. I've never thrown a first punch in my life, but I've thrown a lot of uh, last punches, you know, yep. and uh, almost I've been in the ring or combat. And, um, well, I was one day in the barracks, and uh, one of my buddies got jumped in, in a party, and uh, this guy kind of took cheap shots on people. So I got in the middle, threw the guy down, and he, and he started cussing at me. And I was like, dude, just lay there. You, you don't want to tangle with me. You're better off sandpapering a grizzly bear's butt than mess with me. So I turned around and looked at my friend because he needed some stitches. And this guy hit me in the back of the head with a, a beer bottle. And uh, I turned around, and it was game on. And, and I put him down real hard. And as soldiers do, you wind up with a nickname the next morning after I yeah. found out this. I hit the guy so hard, it kind of uh, damaged his face a little bit. And... Uh, they're like, man, you almost crushed your skull in there. And next thing I know, that's the name I got. And being a bit of a WWE kind of guy, I just embraced the moniker. Absolutely. And those of you, I mean, you've seen him on TV, but EJ, you're what, about 6'3", about 235, 240, 225, somewhere in that range? For the, those of you that don't know, I know you've seen EJ on, on TV, but EJ's about 6'3", and 225, 230. Is that about right, EJ? 
Yeah, well, uh, I'm not as big as I was in my 30s when I was bodybuilding and almost got out to pro wrestle at 285 with uh, over 20-inch arms. But yeah. now, I, I, at my age, I try to stay around uh, 240 to 250, and my arms are normally about, I got usually 19-inch guns. So yeah. uh, I'm, I'm 6'3", and uh, I'm a, I have a very commanding presence when you see me. EJ, I know that you're uh, like myself. A lot of a lot of equipment that you use when you're when you're out in uh, in the survival world is either equipment that you've uh, purchased and reworked. But uh, you recently just developed a new knife, didn't you? Uh, yes, sir. If everyone remembers, um, in in Africa, I had to put my knife through the rigors, and I since I was an infantryman, ounces equal pounds, pounds equals misery. So right. I went to a lighter fighting knife to act as my fighting survival knife. And it was a good knife, uh, but I carried buoys for years. Well, it broke out there in Africa. And, of course, I was really using it very harshly. Um, and then that started my quest for two years. I, I talked to a knife maker, good buddy I had. I have five good friends that make knives. I learned about steels. I learned about what worked. I tried about five different types of or 50 different types of blades out to find what I thought I wanted. And I wanted to get back towards a buoy knife because my knife came up short in a survival situation. It really did. So I've been working on a blade, and for a while I carried an M18 from Todd Hunt, yep. which is a wonderful blade, but it's uh, a little bit pricey because it's a custom blade, and I wanted something that could get in the hands of everyone. And since I'm a warrior survivalist, I wanted a fighting knife as much as it was a survival knife and can do many things. Well, I created Skull Crusher's Extreme Blade, the SXB, and Topps Knives is backing my blade up, and I went into development with them. And we developed a prototype. I put it through the rigors, and I had some things that weren't working with it well. And I redeveloped it, and we retooled it. And I recently have put it out for almost two months. I was out in the wild with it, putting it through every test you can imagine. In the jungles, in the swamps, in the desert, in the savannah, on mountains. Um, I put this thing through every test I could have hoped for, and it performed over and above what I thought it could do. Everything I asked for this knife to do, it worked. It's as much a knife as it is a chopper. It's got um, a saw on the top side so you can work your traps, make your grooves, cut small branches down. It's got a spot on top of the blade so you can baton with it. You can grab on it to scrape uh, inner bark of trees with. Um, it's got a draw blade that works wonderfully as a draw blade. And you can choke up on it because on the top hilt guard, I had them put in three little grooves to stop a knife blade coming over the top when you're knife fighting, because that was a problem with the first prototype. Yeah. And it also acts as a thumb groove. You have a place on both sides of the handle, uh, which is for a bow drill. It's, it's for your uh, bow drill uh, press for the top of your bow drill kit. So you don't even have, it takes away one piece of the bow drill. I like plus it. Plus it comes with a cordage to make the bow drill on the back end, nice piece of paracord. And lastly, on the end, of course, it has to have a good skull crusher so you can break open coconuts <laughs> and break open windshields and in battle maybe open up some other melons. You know what I mean? There you go, brother. And I like it. So I, I worked hard on it. It's going to be um, getting reviewed by American Survival Guide magazine very soon. And uh, it, was the, it was the talk of top show. Um, excuse me. It was the talk of SHOT Show. Yeah. If you go to YouTube, there's a couple of videos on it. Just punch in SSB, and you'll see two or three videos on it. And it's going to be coming out in May for purchase at topsnive.com, but it's going to be Storming Blade Show this year. That's its coming out party. I'm going to be there. 
and it's going to be exciting. And I'm so thankful to Mike Fuller and Leo Espinosa and Tom Snyder for backing me on this and, and making my quest. I mean, my heart and passion went into this blade. It's 1095 carbon steel. It has a 9-inch blade. It's over 60 inches long, a quarter-inch thick. It's a pound and five ounces, but it shifts its weight for whatever the need is. It, 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 it's, when you get in your hand, you can see it. And, and I built this blade for, for the warrior survivalist, the person that gets it. Every outdoorsman, military guy, and survivor should have one of these things. And, and I built it with my heart and soul and my spirit. So I think when you pick it up, you feel it. Well, you know, you know brother, I'm going to have to have one, and I'll, uh, I'll be expecting to pick mine up at the knife show. Well, I appreciate it, Dale. I really do. And uh, you're not going to be disappointed. Anybody that puts this in their hands is going to see all that passion of mine. And every, you know, I credit the five other knife makers that helped me get to this and influenced me on this thing. And, um, you know, I'm that way in life. If I see a problem, and there's, let's say there's a wall in front of you, if I can't get over it, under it, around it, go right through it. Absolutely. And that's how I live my life, man. Let me ask you something else, uh, EJ. Did, did, you know, I know you're like me. I, you know, almost every piece of equipment that I ever take with me in the bush, uh, because of you know, I do some pretty extreme stuff. I either have to wind up remaking or uh, or adapting it to the environment, the extreme environment I'm taking it into. Do you find uh, that you have to do that with a lot of the off-the-shelf gear? Yes, I do. A lot of things I get, I retool. You know, I'm a self-reliant. Uh, survivalist. I'm working very hard on being the, the all-purpose kind of survivalist that, you know, I know bushcraft primitive skills as, as well now as I know my military level survival and, and self-reliant. And, you know, I look for products that are that are durable, like me, tough. Extreme circumstances require extreme equipment. That's why I developed the knife. That's why I partnered with Primal Gear Unlimited. You know, you can go primalnow.com. Yep. They make a collapsible survival bow that fits in your pack on 23 inches. You just fold out the wings, put the string on, and less than less than 30 seconds, you're ready to take down some dinner. So, yep, you know, I have one, and I love it. Yeah, it's in my go bag. I've got I've got all I've got a 45 pound set of wings, and I've got a 55 pound for, for the draw and collapsible arrows that go with it. And um, these guys uh, are wonderful. Just just reach out to Jeff and Heather Barber. And then the other thing I never leave home without is Bobby Lynn's. Pure Fire Tactical uh, fire, starter, fire Starter, which is the best magnesium fire starter on the planet. I highly recommend it. It's why I'm back in it, because it will start in water. If you see my Amazon episode, Laura and I killed an electric eel, and we needed to eat that sucker because yes. we hadn't had food in 12 days. A storm blew in, the wood was wet, and that fire starter got it going in the middle of the Amazon. So, e- EJ, I'm going to cut I've, you off. We're up against, uh, up against some commercials here. This okay. is uh, Dale Stewart with Nature's Edge, and we'll be back with EJ after these brief messages.
Welcome back. This is Dale with Nature's Edge, and we were listening to the Rolling Stones, Gimme Shelter. That was the, uh, that was the beginning of that, and I think you may, uh, may hear that song uh, in the future on some uh, future Negative and Afraid. Uh, is that all right to say there, EJ, since I've already said it? Uh, I'm not sure. We don't have a, <laughs> nothing's locked in yet, but you never know. You yeah, know, you never good song, know. And I love that song because it's a survivalist song because it talks about shelter, fire, water, rain, and, and I view the battle with nature as a war. You know, I'm an old soldier, and I'm a, I'm a warrior survivalist, and when I go out there, I'm fighting for everything, every day, survival, life, food, water, um, just to make it another day, and I look at it as a war, and I treat it like a war, and um, it served me well. It, it does. Um, a lot of people don't know, EJ, that you are very involved in some charity work and causes, and, and I know that uh, I know that you got a big heart. Uh, so I'm gonna I want you to I want you to talk to people a little bit about uh, some of the some of the causes, some of the charity stuff you do. I know that's not something you talk about a lot, but I think people need to know about it. Well, I appreciate the time, Bill. Uh, tomorrow, my w- lovely wife, Amy, and I will be flying out to, Me- to Temecula, California. And I started getting involved with them last year. A great lady named Jillian Larson, who was on Survivor. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of Survivor friends. They asked me to come on out, represent Naked Afraid. I'm raising money, and you can go to the www.realityrally.com website. Click on the Reality Star lineup. If you go to my name, if you have it, to, to donate, please donate. We're accepting donations through April 30th. Uh, under my name, I'd appreciate it, but it's for breast cancer. I've lost so many family members to cancer, and especially breast cancer. It's a cause near and dear to my heart. We go out there for four days over the weekend and raise money for Michelle's Place, uh, which is a breast cancer resource center. It's going to be the model for the country for resource centers everywhere. And um, I love this. It's a great event. And you get down in Old Town Temecula, and you can see about over 150 reality stars signing autographs and hanging out with them. And that one is a big one that I got involved with first. And then later this summer, uh, in August, I work with Give Kids the World, which is a part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation in Celebration, Florida. They bring kids in from all over the world fighting terminal illnesses. For a whole week, they'll fly up to 10 members of their family. They don't pay for a dime. They, all transportation's provided, tickets to the parks, the food. They stay at this great little village, which has special needs setups for special need kids. And to see these little kids' hearts when they see you coming, it's, it's amazing. And you get almost 200 reality stars there raising money for these kids. And last year we raised over $200,000. I'm looking forward to doing it again. You know, like I said, I'm a, I'm a, got a huge heart. Uh, I do a lot of work with the USO Wounded Warrior Project locally. And, um, you know, I, I also am a big anti-bully, anti-drug advocate. I lost my cousin and my brother both to drugs. And, um, you know, so anytime I can reach out and help, uh, I do. I always said if I ever became famous or notoriety, I would give back. I'm, and I think in our in our world, Dell, you're you're commissioned by God to do that. Absolutely. And, and, uh, and you know, EJ, if you ever need me, call me, brother, and I'll be there. Absolutely. And, and anybody that can donate today, you can get the word out through your websites or whatever. Uh, I did post it on my Facebook page, the link. Uh, I would love to get some donations in there and, and represent on the red carpet. All right, brother. And, and uh, I'll also post that information on, uh, on my different social media sites as, as well uh, for you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. 
We got uh, we got about five minutes coming up. What's what's coming up? You got any uh, you got any movie projects or other ventures coming up? Uh, well, other yeah, than uh, I, I sure do. You know, I'm trying to stay very broad and a lot of irons, a lot of fires. Uh, later this in May, at the end of May, I'm actually producing and starring in a short film trailer for a feature length film that we're putting together uh, with another friend of mine from South Carolina with uh, Slippery Banana Entertainment. His name is Jason Loveland, and I also have a support role in the feature film. Uh, I, and another friend of ours, Joel Plue, has put together a low-budget SAG film, which I'm to play a Scottish knight. Uh, it's a fantasy-type film. Uh, it's called The Fallen Kingdom. And uh, you can go to the Indiegogo websites. I think you can just type in Fallen Kingdom. You'll get some information about it. I'm hoping to be part of a great ABC Western series coming up, uh, 13 <laughs> episodes, uh, play a good cowboy. Uh, as a kid, I always loved cowboys. And even though if I play a mountain man or a tracker or something, <laughs> I hope to be part of that project. Uh, that's coming up. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, I'm not done with uh, survival and adventure stuff. I've got a few projects uh, in the works, and uh, I'm going to be meeting with some networks uh, later at the end of the summer with my manager and some production companies to talk about a bunch of stuff I've got uh, that I've developed and I want to produce and, and, and also host uh, in the future. So I'm always open for whatever. Reach out, contact me. I'm a SAG actor, actor, stuntman, union guy. And um, like I said, I'm a broad range of activities from speaking engagements to appearances to doing this, uh, any kind of uh, TV project or film. And uh, I'm easy to find. Please follow me at Twitter at EJ Snyder three three three. Go to my Facebook page, like me EJ Snyder EJ Skullcrusher Snyder, um, and any sharing and promotions you guys can do to get my social media up, I, I'd appreciate it. And of course, you guys know that uh, that TV western he was hinting at as a is a project that I'm involved in um, called Big Sky. And and you know uh, EJ, maybe I need a maybe I need a stuntman to to fill in for me from time to time. There you go. I'm still uh, agile as I can be. Yeah, I know it. Uh, and uh, I can do what I can. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you on there, and uh, uh, I'll, I'll put your name up uh, to let them let them look. And they they're always looking for a for a uh, a skull crusher to to do. Yeah, the... I should be a bad guy, a good guy. Yeah, yeah, rogue lawman, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know, you and I are also maybe looking at a project up in uh, up in the Baffin Islands, uh, North of the Arctic Circle uh, next fall. I'm gonna get you in yes, that. Sir. I'm gonna get you in that cold yes. climate. Yeah, that would be wonderful to show uh, some of my winter skills out there, uh, because a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, you're probably not gonna get up there naked and afraid, but I do have a good background for winter survival as well. So yeah, yeah, you sure do, and and uh, we're gonna do that. And I look forward to doing some projects with you in the future. And also, um, uh, EJ, you know, I do a lot of corporate speaking, and I know you do too. Uh, um, is that something that you're wanting uh, wanting to grow a little bit, your corporate leadership stuff? Absolutely. And if I can uh, dovetail in with you, uh, and I love working with you, Dale. You're, you're a great man, a great spirit. You're, you're one of my you're one of my mentors. You know, you're one of my role models that I look up to because you paved this way. And, and you know, while I'm seeing guys like you out there, it gives hope for me. You know, to do the same. So I'm all about it. Well, I appreciate that, brother. Uh, so uh, so you're, you're going to stay pretty busy. Uh, through the summer, uh, Naked and Afraid is going to kick off when? April, the, give me that date again. April 19th, new season of Naked and Afraid starts, leading into the big summer uh, uh, mega week, I think. And then there's going to be some big surprises for people on Discovery. 
And yeah, I'm staying busy and I'm still working out uh, as an independent contractor, contracted to teach the Army uh, uh, survival. So I was going to ask you, are, well. you, are you still doing any of the series stuff? Uh, I'm doing a little bit of that. I uh, get contracted and I go out there when they need me to, to fill in. So Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh... That's something uh, AJ and I have uh, in our background. We've we've both uh, been Syrian instructors in the past, so that's uh, sort of laid the groundwork for some of the things that uh, that I've done, and I know it uh, has laid some groundwork uh, uh, for EJ. I'm actually EJ working on a project uh, that I've been asking. I need to pick your brain a little bit about developing a Siri training program for corporate executives. Well, we could talk about that offline and uh, be happy to do it, Dale. And I know we're getting towards the end of this thing, yep. so I just want to first say thank you for having me today and thanks to all your listeners, and I uh, appreciate all the support. It is a privilege, my friend, to have had you on uh, Nature's Edge today, and, and we'll have to do it again uh, maybe later this summer when the episodes are, 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 are happening. You're listening to Dale Stewart. I will see you in the wild. Welcome back. This is Dale with Nature's Edge, and we were listening to the Rolling Stones' "Gimme Shelter." That was the uh, that was the beginning of that, and I think you may uh, may hear that song uh, in the future on some uh, future Negative and Afraid. Uh, is that all right to say there, EJ? Since I've already said it, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. We don't have it. Nothing's locked in yet, but you never know. You yeah, know, you never song, know. And I love that song because. It's a survivalist song because it talks about shelter, fire, water, rain, and and I view the battle with nature as a war. You know, I'm an old soldier and I'm a, I'm a warrior survivalist. And when I go out there, I'm fighting for everything, every day, survival, life, food, water, um, just to make it another day. And I look at it as a war, and I treat it like a war, and um, it served me well. It, it does. Um... A lot of people don't know, EJ, that you are very involved in some charity work and causes, and and I know that uh, I know that you got a big heart. Uh, so I'm gonna I want you to I want you to talk to people a little bit about uh, some of the some of the causes, some of the charity stuff you do. I know that's not something you talk about a lot, but I think people need to know about it. Well, I appreciate the time, Bill. Uh, tomorrow, my w- lovely wife Amy and I will be flying out to Me- to Temecula, California. And I started getting involved with them last year. A great lady named Jillian Larson, who was on Survivor. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of Survivor friends. They asked me to come on out, represent Naked Afraid. I'm raising money, and you can go to the www.realityrally.com website. Click on the Reality Star lineup. If you go to my name, if you have it to, to donate, please donate. We're accepting donations through April 30th. Uh, under my name, I'd appreciate it. But... It's for breast cancer. I've lost so many family members to cancer, and especially breast cancer. It's a cause near and dear to my heart. We go out there for four days over the weekend and raise money for Michelle's Place, uh, which is a breast cancer resource center. It's going to be the model for the country for resource centers everywhere. And um, I love this. It's a great event. And you get down in Old Town Temecula, and you can see about over 150 reality stars signing autographs and hanging out with them. And that one is a big one that I got involved with first. And then later this summer, uh, in August, I work with Give Kids the World, which is a part of the Make-A-Wish Foundation in Celebration, Florida. Yeah. They bring kids in from all over the world fighting terminal illnesses 
for a whole week. They'll fly up to 10 members of their family. They don't pay for a dime. They, all transportation is provided, tickets to the parks, the food. They stay at this great little village, which has special needs setups for special need kids. And to see these little kids' hearts when they see you coming, it's, it's amazing. And you get almost 200 reality stars there raising money for these kids. And last year we raised over $200,000. I'm looking forward to doing it again. You know, like I said, I'm a, I'm a, got a huge heart. Uh, I do a lot of work with the USO Wounded Warrior Project locally. And, um, you know, I, I also am a big anti-bully, anti-drug advocate. I lost my cousin and my brother both to drugs. And, um, you know, so anytime I can reach out and help, uh, I do. I always said if I ever became famous or notoriety, I would give back. I'm, and I think in our in our world, Dell, you're you're commissioned by God to do that. Absolutely. And and uh, and, you know, EJ, if you ever need me, call me, brother, and I'll be there. Absolutely. And, and anybody that can donate today, you can get the word out through your websites or whatever. Uh, I did post it on my Facebook page, the link. Uh, I would love to get some donations in there and, and represent on the red carpet. All right, brother, and, and uh, I'll also post that information on uh, on my different social media sites as as well uh, for you. Thank you. Um, Thank you. We got uh, we got about five minutes coming up. What's what's coming up? You got any uh, you got any movie projects or other ventures coming up? Uh, well, other yeah. than uh, I, I sure do. You know, I'm trying to stay very broad and a lot of irons, a lot of fires. Uh, later this in May, at the end of May, I'm actually producing and starring in a short film trailer for a feature-length film that we're putting together uh, with another friend of mine from South Carolina with uh, Slippery Banana Entertainment. His name is Jason Loveland, and I'll also have a support role in the feature film. Uh, I, and another friend of ours, Joel Plue, has put together a low-budget SAG film, which I'm to play a Scottish knight. Uh, it's a fantasy-type film. Uh, it's called The Fallen Kingdom. And uh, you can go to the Indiegogo websites. I think you can just type in Fallen Kingdom. You'll get some information about it. I'm hoping to be part of a great ABC Western series coming up, uh, 13 <laughs> episodes, uh, play a good cowboy. Uh, as a kid, I always loved cowboys. And even though if I play a mountain man or a tracker or something, <laughs> I hope to be part of that project. Uh, that's coming up. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, I'm not done with uh, survival and adventure stuff. I've got a few projects uh, in the works, and uh, I'm going to be meeting with some networks uh, later at the end of the summer with my manager and some production companies to talk about a bunch of stuff I've got uh, that I've developed and I want to produce and, and, and also host uh, in the future. So I'm always open for whatever. Reach out, contact me. I'm a SAG actor, actor, stuntman, union guy, and um, like I said, I'm a broad range of activities from speaking engagements to appearances to doing this, uh, any kind of uh, TV project or film, and uh, I'm easy to find. Please follow me at Twitter at EJ Snyder three three three. Go to my Facebook page, like me EJ Snyder, EJ Skullcrusher Snyder, um, and any sharing and promotions you guys can do to get my social media up, I- I'd appreciate it. And of course, you guys know that uh, that TV western he was hinting at as a is a project that I'm involved in um, called Big Sky, and and you know uh, EJ, maybe I need a maybe I need a stuntman to to fill in for me from time to time. There you go. I'm still uh, <laughs> agile as I can be. Yeah, uh, I know it, and uh, I can do what I can. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you on there, and uh, uh, I'll I'll put your name up uh, to let them let them look, and they they're always <laughs> looking for a for a uh, a skull crusher to to do. Yeah, it. I should be a bad guy, a good guy. 
Yeah. Yeah, rogue lawmen, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and then, you know, you and I are also maybe looking at a project up in uh, up in the Baffin Islands, uh, north of the Arctic Circle uh, next fall. I'm gonna get you in yes, that. Sir. I'm gonna get you in that cold yes. climate. Yeah, that would be wonderful to show uh, some of my winter skills out there, uh, because a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, you're probably not gonna get up there naked and afraid, but I do have a good background for winter survival as well. So yeah, yeah, you sure do, and and uh, we're gonna do that. And I look forward to doing some projects with you in the future. And also, um, uh, EJ, you know, I do a lot of corporate speaking, and I know you do too. Uh, um, is that something that you're wanting uh, wanting to grow a little bit, your corporate leadership stuff? Absolutely. And if I can uh, dovetail in with you, uh, and I love working with you, Dale. You're, you're a great man, a great spirit. You're, you're one of my you're one of my mentors. You know, you're one of my role models that I look up to because you paved this way. And, and you know, while I'm seeing guys like you out there, it gives hope for me. You know, to do the same. So I'm all about it. Well, I appreciate that, brother. Uh, so, uh, so you're, you're going to stay pretty busy uh, through the summer. Uh, Naked and Afraid is going to kick off when? April? The give me that date again. April nineteenth, new season of Naked and Afraid starts, leading into the big summer uh, uh, mega week, I think. And then there's going to be some big surprises for people on Discovery. And yeah, I'm staying busy. And I'm still working out uh, as an independent contractor, contracted to teach the Army. Uh, uh, survival. So I was going to ask you, are, well. you, are you still doing any of the series stuff? Uh, I'm doing a little bit of that. I uh, get contacted and I go out there when they need me to, to fill in. So Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's something uh, AJ and I have uh, in our background. We've we've both uh, been Siri instructors in the past, so that's uh, sort of laid the groundwork for some of the things that, uh, that I've done, and I know it uh, has laid some groundwork uh, uh, for EJ, I'm actually EJ working on a project uh, that I've been asking. I need to pick your brain a little bit about developing a Siri training program for corporate executives. Well, we could talk about that offline and uh, be happy to do it, Dale. And I know we're getting towards the end of this thing, yep. so I just want to first say thank you for having me today, and thanks to all your listeners, and I appreciate all the support. It is a privilege, my friend, to have had you on uh, Nature's Edge today, and and we'll have to do it again. Uh, Maybe later this summer when the episodes are, 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 are happening, you're listening to Dale Stewart. I will see you in the wild.